This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. See? Seven o'clock right on the nose. What do you think of that? We're always like really right on the nose. We are professionals through and through. Yeah, I have to bring it up all the time, but it, it kind of wears me out, you know, just to have three professionals doing, uh, it's just, it's an amazing job. Yeah, we're talented. Is that the ticket? Yeah, I think we're super, I never <laughs> miss a commercial. I never miss queuing up Judd. Well, there you go. Queuing up Judd. Yeah, well, he's got a commercial today, so that's good. You tied those two together. <laughs> so we can have another catastrophic 9.15 break again. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, that was terrific, wasn't it? Got my what? heart rate up. Professional I'm... here. Yeah, you're a disaster. You're Did you get any sleep last night? I didn't get any sleep, and you look a lot more tired than I do. I got I got pretty good sleep. She woke up, uh, Gogo woke up around 4, but uh, she went back to bed, so it was not big deal. Just do what they do in the ghetto. Yell, shut up! Gogo, lock it up. Just, just scream at your child. I think this is just my face. No, your eyes look very tired. That's even worse. Tell you got to tell me what happened <laughs> last night. Oh, you want to hear head. about that? Yes. Yeah, that's. Uh, I had an interesting day yesterday. A very interesting night, as a matter of fact. So I get all my work done and I go home and um, I'm sitting there watching the Twins game. The Twins, of course, ended up getting their ass kicked by L.A. Had the lead at one time, three to two, and then pissed it away, of course, with some really bad uh, bullpen pitching. Uh-huh. So they won one out of three, which is about what we thought they did. L.A.'s a pretty damn good baseball team. Mm-hmm. But they should have won that game last night. They, their bullpen just let them down again. Either they don't hit or their bullpen sucks. Could we get everything to come together? What do you say? I don't, I don't know. That's definitely, <clears throat> you're burying the lead here. I'm not burying the lead. I'm telling a story. Okay, so we're watching a Twins game. Maybe you could learn something. Oh, so I'm, obviously. That's what I think. <laughs> But anyway, so I'm sitting there watching the Twins game, and Catherine's upstairs doing doing some paperwork on something, whatever. I'm sitting there, and as I'm watching the game, from the left, okay, this is my right eye I'm talking about. From the left side of my right eye, this little, like, floaty bubble thing, like, floats across my eye. It stopped in the middle for, like, a second, and then it moved off to the right and out of my vision. And then about five minutes later, this dark thing appears on the left side of my right eye, very dark looking thing. And I went blind in my right eye. Crazy. Literally. Right. Blind. Oh. I could not see anything out of my right eye. This is our elevator ride. He casually mentions that he went blind in his right eye. I did. And I was like, uh, okay. Man, the twins pitching is that bad. It sucks that I didn't even my eye didn't even want to see it. Yeah. That's what it was. It's trying to help So you. um I casually mentioned this to Catherine. Yeah, I'm sure that went over well. She goes, let's go. Yeah. Let's get in the car. <laughs> let's, let's head out. Uh, and I got to tell you something, honest to God, it's called the 212 um, Medical, Medical Center. Center. In Chaska. It's in Chaska. You That's were where right I was. by my house. Yeah, right. Just right I could have brought road. you Chick-fil-A. Why didn't you? Last time we were there, uh, we went to Chick-fil-A after. We love going over there. <laughs> You mean the medical center to Chick-fil-A? Yeah, we love, like, we, I don't know what it is, but we've had so many times we've had to go to that medical center. It's so great there. They're it's so nice. Phenom- That's exactly what I was about to tell you. I told every one of them last night, there were about 10 people, doctors and medics and everybody involved, incredibly nice people. They were just wonderfully nice people. Every one of them. And I, on my way out last night, finally got home at about 11 o'clock. That was a thrill. But... So I told everyone, I said, i got to tell you something. You people are the nicest people know, I've ever been around. They're great. Very helpful. Bust their ass for you. Do everything. From the doctors to everybody. And I, had to, I went to every one of them and said, you, got, you people are just great people. They've almost had our whole show there. Um, I will tell you something. They're huge listeners there. Did you know that? No, but when I was, I, it's so funny because when I called, I was like, Go, go. I, mean, I was like, my kiddo has got pink eye. I don't know if it's appropriate to bring them there because it's technically an ER because it used to be an urgent care. Yeah, and now it's right. technically an ER. And I'm like, I don't want to go to an ER if it doesn't need it. She goes, I'm just going to tell you this. Our lobby's empty. So I know. That's a great, isn't it? I was like, so it was just very nice. Okay, let's stick back to the eye thing. It's pretty important. No, so I'm used to you going down different paths. Okay. You know, I'm getting just I'm getting used. Can you also turn off one part of your brain no. instead of one of your eyes? We're telling the story over here, so let's have 
Brit, Brit, head I just over I agreed way. with you. Two twelves, amazing. <laughs> I, I love no, it them. Is. Okay, so you went there. That's and, the important part. Yes, and so um, what is the first thing they checked? What do you mean? What's the first thing they? Like checked? you said, they ran a bunch of tests. What was their first like avenue they went down? They ran. I literally had an AKG. I had a CAT scan, and I had uh, an MRI. All oh. three of them. Wow, and that ends in four hours. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, they got. I, I, I will tell you something. I walk in the place, and I, they're doing my admission, right? The people at the front desk could not have been nicer. Really, really nice people. The man at the front desk says, oh, by the way, thank you for all these years of entertainment. And all. I mean, it's like the, the minute I walk in. That's amazing. Then I'm sitting down with a woman, and she's writing out all the paperwork and all that stuff. Let me just tell you something. They need to do a better job over there telling people that you're on the Tom Bernard show because I got the app. But apparently all these different medical people in, this, in, in the Twin Cities got together on the phone and said, we got to find out what's going on here. because, it, And they found this show and they all listened now. I mean, everybody I ran into there was a listener. That's great. Which was really cool. So uh, we found out. So they'd run all these tests yeah. for about three and a half hours, something like that. Again, everybody could not have been nicer. Very, very nice people. And oh, by the way, so, so my, I went blind in my right eye right, for about 10 minutes. Oh, okay. So at this point, the vision's back. My vision came back. Yes. Is it blurry or is it full no, vision? At first it was a little blurry, but now it's, my vision's not that great anyway. Because okay. this, my right eye, the one that happened to, uh, it has a burn hole right in the middle of the, uh, what's that, the iris? Yeah. Iris, sure. Yeah, it's got a little Pupil. burn hole in there. Um, like if I close my left eye and look at you, I cannot see your face. Full disclosure, I know your vision's really bad because when you're out of town, I wore your glasses just to feel it out. Yeah. There, you have terrible vision. I have terrible vision, it's true. There's no question. So anyway, I have all this, and every person, once again, could not have been more professional, could not have been nicer. They were care there to care about you, which felt really unusual because humans don't do that anymore. Yeah, we love it there. We just, it's amazing. So uh, about 10.30 last night, we're sitting there with the doctor, the doctor in charge of the case, and he explains to me that I didn't have cancer, that I don't have a brain tumor, that I don't have any of the serious stuff, they 99% sure, and they're going to check here. I'm going to do a couple more appointments and find out what's going on. Uh, it was my very first migraine headache. I've never had a migraine headache in my life. Were you feeling it? Could you actually feel a headache nope. on, or it was nope. just wow? Just it was okay. vision loss. It was really. I did not have a headache at all, and I just had vision loss. But they, you know, there are ways to take care of that, I guess, and all the rest. Of it. But and it, the weird thing about it is, I was never scared it's like i kind of knew i wasn't dying or something mm -hmm. but i don't know how i knew that because i you know i get a lot of exercise move around just lost 21 pounds everything's going really really well but it literally is they said you're gonna have to do something about your stress it's way over the top and that's what caused this just being stressed out okay you know, it's, it's the way it is jesus so, Brittany. i was just yeah, gonna Brittany. say should i leave Difficult. now or get out <laughs> i hate that i hate that that you're stressed and i hate because it's well this the show's supposed to be fun and well the show no the, the show is not what's stressing me out okay it's the fact that uh in the entire world right now it's really hard to depend on anyone for anything like people who go on tv and say things like uh i hate you because of your skin color because of your orientation because i am sick to death of the hatred in this world you're destroying Fist fights at a DFL convention. Mm -hmm. What the hell is wrong with you people? Right? Mm -hmm. Hoosa. That's not going to help at all. Is that but your we, mantra? <laughs> trying to bring Hoosa. him down a couple of notches. He just lost vision yeah. in an eye. No, I, I'm, I am literally seriously Well, It all started with stopping watching Fox and CNN and MSNBC. I don't watch any of that stuff. Haven't now. It's been a week since I've watched any of that. So it just brought into focus. The only reason we're all stressed out and we're uncomfortable and we're sad is because people can make money from that. Yeah. That's why it's happening. This is all about making money in our government, our politicians, the hedge fund people. Oh, my God. It's just... So I didn't know I was all that stressed out. I had never had a, had a migraine before, but because I, I always heard they were painful as hell. Yeah, I guess when you said migraine, I was kind of throwing it. But I guess this is kind of like sums up when they talk about women who have heart attacks. 
Women will be like, it presents yeah, differently. Yeah, like my heart oh, didn't really? hurt at all. Like they no. were like, I, it felt like somebody was sitting on my chest, and I just, I became sweaty. And it's actually they, back pain is a big sign of women's yeah. um, heart failure, um, and that actually comes back to women weren't ever studied as their own being right. until I think right. 1970s. It was looked at like women were small men, so they would just. Get men for any sort of case study, and then those were the presentations. Mm -hmm. Until what fifty years ago, they just started looking at women as their own entities because yeah. they they don't have like you said. There's often isn't even chest pain. It's mm -hmm. um, so, a weird deal. Yeah, no, that that and what did they say? It was a what migraine? It was a oh yeah, what the an ocular an ocular mm -hmm. migraine had. That's why my eye went black. That's crazy. But it, I had no, there was no pain. I had. I didn't even have a, a mild headache. I sure. had nothing. I'm just sitting there watching the whole deal. But I, I, I mean, it, well, and then, of course, one of the doctors had to make it worse while I was there at the wonderful 212 medical uh, facility. What did he do? Or he or she? He, he comes in and he goes, okay, well, just wait here for a second. I'll go tell your daughter that everything's okay. I said, that's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> So now I got a headache that I can feel because he calls my wife my daughter. She did look very, very pretty last night. I will tell you, bringing you me to the You can tell with the one eye still. Yeah. She's looking still <laughs> she, good. She was like, well, just in case he doesn't make it out of the ER tonight, I might be looking at a new, new husband around here. So That's, that's yeah. it. She wants a doctor. Mm -hmm. Like somebody closer to my... I mean... I understand it's seven years of seven years, but I'm only seven That's, years older than her, not 30. You're only seven years older than her. Or is it eight? Seven and a half, I think. Darren wrote in, and he said he also gets ocular migraines all the time, and they don't hurt. They so don't hurt at all. It did not wild. hurt at all. Hmm. So good. Why well, I have a shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder brother in this. Yeah, maybe, Darren. Hopefully you guys have opposite <laughs> eyes, and you can just lean into it yeah, at each I'll, other. I'll, I'll go left eye. He can go right eye. We're good to go. Yeah. It's like that uh, three-legged race at a picnic. You guys totally. just tie yourself up yeah, and that's take it. a walk. Officer, that's you have it. to test both of our visions together. Um, so, so at the end, they came out and gave me my diagnosis. <clears throat> he says an ocular migraine is what they think. It. They're almost certain that's what it is. People are writing in a lot. <clears throat> Roxanne wrote in, ocular migraine. Different. A lot of people finish their sentences. I'm sorry, I just wanted you to see the No, it's this. okay. No, I, there, be this benign, is why I get headaches, I won't tell you right benign now. Benign issue, but scary as heck is what Roxanne said. I, and that's, you know what's weird, Roxanne, about that? I wasn't scared at all. Isn't that, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, that but. you can't see, but it didn't scare me at all. Yeah, but Catherine. Oh, yeah, she was scared. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I know what it's like to be with somebody who's pretty casual about things, and I'm like, get in the car. Get <laughs> yeah. in. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even going to go. She was the one who made me go. I know. I was like, yeah, this is nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, well, we'll find out if it's nothing or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, no, it's, it's – uh, that – I'm glad that was actually brought up because I, I got to tell you, even when – all of this was over. Three and a half hours later, I'm tired as a son of a bitch, and I'm sitting in, in the room um, waiting for the doctor to come in and tell me the results of all these CAT scans and EKGs and MRIs and all the rest of it. And I wasn't scared at all. I was like, well, whatever he's going to tell me is what he's going to tell me, right? Yeah. So if I'm fine or I can do this or I can do that, then that's great. If I do have a brain tumor or something, I'm going to have to deal with it. It didn't scare me in the least. Well, is that weird? No, I mean, I don't know. I think it, so. At some point, you know, you do have to kind of just let things go. You know, I think we, yep. it, a lot of us just, we wait until an older age to be able to start letting things go. And it's like, you look back and go, yeah. God, I wish yeah. I would have let stuff go in my 20s. Yeah. You know, because I, I bet 20-year-old Tom would have been freaking out like, what the hell am I going to be one? I'm going to be a pirate the rest of my life? Like, Arr. but at 71, you're like, hey, man, like, this, we've had a good run. <laughs> We're going to be just fine That's on the backside it. of this. I know. I, I just, I was not concerned about it at all. Um, I'm still not concerned about it because these people are very professional. My wife showed me this. See, here's the thing. Instead of sitting there going, oh, poor me, my eye went blind, and then, uh, you know, then another thing happened to me. No, I met wonderful people, who very yeah. professional, took care of it. It's not that big a deal, and found out my wife loves me every bit as much as I thought she did. Aww. Where's the bad mm -hmm. or downside of any of that? Yeah. I, did, I ran into nothing but really nice people yesterday. So if you want to go out there and hate everybody, that's on you, okay? And why you always have to bring I could literally sit here and go, God, have you ever been? I just went through this horrible thing. Have you ever been through it? No. More me now. No. 
I look at the good side. I went to professionals. I was taken care of. Yeah. There are a lot of really good people out there. So stop telling me humanity sucks because it doesn't. We have been there, I want to say the same amount for, well, no, probably three times as much for Justin than we have ever for Gogo. Just, oh, really? Yeah. Justin almost lost an eye as well, but that's because he was ice skating, which he's never oh. done in his life. <laughs> which I, We have a new rule that yeah, neither of us are allowed to do things that we've never done in our life now Oops. past the age of 40. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Fell, hit uh, the, his, you know, face for, forward on the ice. Oh, God. Huge, giant gash <clears throat> right on his eyebrow. So that was fun. Another time, fell off his bike. His, uh, like, gear shifter, whatever, jabbed into his leg. Giant cut. You could see the fat in his leg. Oh, Jesus. So we've been there quite a bit. We like 212 a lot. And you're right. We are very thankful when we're there because they yeah. treat you like a million bucks. And they are the um, best. Yeah. I mean, we even had to wait, you know, in line with things. And that's when I've run off to Chick-fil-A and whatever. And, like, it's such a good place. So that's awesome. You had a good experience. Why'd you bring up that skating thing? Are you, if you try to skate, you do not seem like the type that should ever try to skate. Oh, no, you're right about that. That's right on the money. You mean no old question. Twinkle Toes Menard? Yeah, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> <laughs> Seventh grade, Cleveland Park, ladies and gentlemen, in North Minneapolis. I try skating. Yeah. And they were like hockey skates. They weren't figure skates. Mm. They were hockey skates, right? So I go out there, and I'm skating around, and uh, you just had to bring it up, did you? Oh. So I'm going out there. All of a sudden, I... I give it the, you know, the way you're flagging your arm, totally, trying, to, yeah. trying to not fall down. Yeah. Well, I kind of fell backwards, and the skate blade went right up my keister. Oh, my God. Luckily, it was only about an inch, though, so it didn't do any damage. Oh. But I thought, how close? I was it wearing flexed. corduroys, too. Dang. So, you know. If that's not the first line of defense, I don't know what is. <laughs> if you can't get a corduroy <laughs> pant to stop it, you are then. screwed. <laughs> Holy buckets, you're pretty flexible. I'm trying to think. Well, I was only 11. That's true. So, I mean, <laughs> that's true. You're pretty flexible at 11 years. Not a lot of muscle mass getting in the way there. Oh, that's a rough. Yeah, no, I've. <clears throat> ju Justin, I I don't know what it is about him. He'll just randomly be like, I'm going to try this. And no, we both agree. No, you're not. Like, there are some <laughs> things now out of our realm. It's Catherine and me, too. Like, that's you just are. How it is. No, you're done with that. Um, but anyway, yeah, everything is good. Um, we're we're going to work together. Dr. The Bear, Dr. Paul Olson is my doctor. I'm going to go talk to him today, get it up. But nothing serious at all. It's just a situation where, um, but it gave me an opportunity. I, I, like I said, whether it's, there's a star of the universe or your God or whoever's watching over or if there, nobody's watching over, I got nothing bad to say about anything. I went through this. I got through it because of the support of my family. Uh, the 212 Medical Center, all my friends, all the rest of it. I got, from now on, when you come up to me and start telling me this really bad story, you go, tell me the good parts of it. Yeah. Tell me the good parts of it first and then the bad parts. Yeah. Because everything doesn't suck. You're not a victim. That's the other one. Oh, I'm a victim. No, you're not. Get out of your own way, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I've seen victims before, and you're not a victim. You know what I mean? There are victims in the world, and that's not a good thing. But, you know. So all in all, i got to tell you, I went blind for about an hour, but it all turned out to be a great time. You know what I mean? I met a bunch of good people, so God bless them. Oh, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's <laughs> nothing, and I'm glad not to be the annoying You're person in this. Um, I'm also glad you will be going to, up to follow-up appointments oh, yeah, and we're getting doing more testing. Yeah, we are doing that. But again, not just my wife, but my, my son and his wife, my daughter and her husband, the kid. Everybody was so attentive and nice to me. Of course, Tom. They aren't all, not, I don't want to talk about my family, but I've seen families getting fights over this kind of thing. Well, you got good ones. You're, yeah, of course they were, yeah. This is because all that chocolate-covered caramel you were eating, or whatever. They come up with some deal, I guess. I no, like, we all know what it is. It's stress. Yeah. It is stress. There's no, and that's what the doctor told me. He said, you're very stressed out. I always have been, though. I know. From the time I was a little boy, I was very stressed out. We're going to have to have a in-studio masseuse. That's it. I, we need a oh. cat. No, we're talking. Cat. Yeah, and a masseuse. Go. And I think that's going to solve all of our problems. I think you're right. Luckily, we got it in the budget. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> well, obviously. kitty in the budget. Our cat budget is through the roof right now. Yeah, Indeed. obviously. <laughs> All right, let's check the weather here quickly. Today, sun at times, also a few showers of thunderstorms possible. 
uh, tonight, uh, evening showers and clearing and cool, a low of 45. Jesus, isn't it a little late in the year to be 45 overnight? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, Friday, mostly cloudy, blustery, and chilly with a high of 60. See, I'm supposed to tee it up with Bilski tomorrow. I don't know. If, I don't want to. If it's going to be windy and chilly and 60. Just go to the pizza party instead. Yeah, that's what I should do. You're absolutely right. Uh, Saturday, mostly sunny with a high of 72. Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 77. So right now it is 59 degrees and cloudy. Uh, it's going to rain like at 2 and 3 o'clock, they're thinking, something mm-hmm. like that. that. That's what it looks like. So, yeah, 59 and cloudy right now. We'll keep an eye on it. And we will take a break here. Be right back in just a couple of minutes. Says, you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code TOM. Uh, There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com and make sure you use promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant for Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been a partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You think it's negative they don't even mention you in that promo? I didn't even notice. I, get, I didn't I hear, assume, did you hear Brittany in there? I don't care. I literally just assumed, that's how ridiculous a person I am. I just assumed I was, I don't know. No, maybe you are. Maybe I'm making I, it up. I, I, didn't, I didn't pay, I just, 
Didn't bug me either way. I think I, I'm the same way. It's like, you want to do it good. You're doing a promo good <laughs> for you. Care. I'm, I'm happy just so for thankful you. Amy does them. Like, they're great. They sound great. I don't know. I don't, couldn't care less. I um, should mention we're getting a lot of messages this morning. So how, people, how do people reach out to us? Oh, <clears throat> so they the best. They start choking? Yeah, right. <laughs> Step one, give Brittany the Heimlich, and then I will respond and to then... you. And then I'll turn around and talk to you. Um, the uh, Go on your app. You have the Tom Bernard podcast app. It's pretty easy, very downloadable. You push play when you want to listen. But if you want to write to us, it comes right to my email and and Rudy's. But I, he actually has a job and does stuff, so I can write back most of the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you just go to the top left corner. There's a little talk button. I think it says feedback or message the show. And then that emails me. So we had a lot of people who have got great advice. Joe and John both emailed at 721 exactly with the exact same idea. Um, they believe that a pontoon is going to solve your That's what I hear. Because <laughs> you didn't. Well, the doctor told me last night when he was released me, you know, Tom, if you bought Brittany that pontoon, this would never have happened. You're right. You're right. I mean, if, if everybody knows, the best way to uh, alleviate stress is to go buy a boat. So we'll get it done. There's no question about it. Yeah, well, either way, you just, you just for, one, for one day, I'm not going to ask you for anything. Just one day out of it? Yeah, just today. Okay. Tomorrow I'll be back on it. Yeah, we're, oh, yeah, we got Friday tomorrow, so that's good. Don't worry. Okay, I just saw a headline that uh, you guys sent me this morning, and I really hope it's not what it could be. I don't think it is, but um, the Wienermobile, mobile, the Wienermobile is no more. Okay? Yeah. Please tell me it's not because some people don't have wieners. Please tell me it's not true. I mean, I don't think it's because some people don't have wieners. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I s- I'm still saddened by it. I couldn't read the article. I was, t- I was t- crying too heavily to be able to read the entire article. That's what I'm telling you, sister. Okay, tell me why they're Start not calling to- it the Wienermobile. Okay, we're gonna find. We'll, we'll all find out together right now. Yes. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I'm because I'm looking at the Wienermobile right now. Oscar Mayer's Wienermobile gets a new rebrand name to celebrate Frank's. We're not going to start calling Wieners Frank's, no, are we? <sighs> Lame. I mean, I know Vassalero. That's the only Frank I need, okay? Yeah, Let's move right. on, shall we? I, 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 okay, well, I'll read the story. Oscar Mayer's Wienermobile is no more. Chicago-based meat brand is giving a, a new name to its beloved company vehicle. As of Wednesday, Oscar Mayer's Wienermobile will now be known as the Frank Mobile. That's nowhere near as good. Lame. That's not cool. Go back to Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're trying to do t- straight conversion therapy right now? No, I was looking at you. <laughs> I got I... what I thought. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You knew that I was like, had a, a side piece? Uh... Brittany, go back to the Wiener go. right now. His name was Justin. Yes, yes, I forgot. According to Oscar Meyer, this is the first brand, uh, rebrand since the Frankfurter shaped vehicle hit the road in 1936. The six Frank Mobiles will have new uh, decal. I hate Frank Mobile. Wiener Mobile sounds funny. How are you going to be able to do that song anymore? Oh, I wish I was an Oscar Mayer Frank. Oh, it doesn't God. roll off the tongue. It's terrible. Blame. What's wrong with Wiener? It's from Vienna, right? Didn't the sausages were made in Vienna? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's That's fine. why it's Vienna. Wiener. Yeah. Vienna. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know what this is going to be? Like, remember when they took, like, this the Sears Tower, and now they call it the John Han- Hancock Tower, but everybody still calls it the Sears Tower? Yeah. This is what this is going to be. Where even yeah, though Oscar Mayer is like, it's the Frank Mobile, people are going to go, dude, it's the, it's no. the Wiener Mobile. That's what it is. No, yeah. No. You're right. For me, it's never going to be the Frank Mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the deal. Um, what? This might be getting worse. The six Frank Mobiles will have new side decals asking people, please do not lick. <laughs> what? what in the hell is this story about? This is wild. Also, it, we do have a photo that I could post. Um, of somebody riding the Wienermobile? No, they're not riding it, but I asked Chris Eggert to take one of like him pretending to eat the Wienermobile, and oh, he did no. send me and Rudy this photo, <laughs> and I never posted it. And I did get his approval to post it, so I feel like today's the day. Mm-hmm. We're going to post him in the Wienermobile. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger on this one. Is he the one that started this whole deal I- by... That's something obscene he's doing? I think that's the problem, is he mm-hmm. tried to perform fellatio on the Wienermobile, and they were over it. Mm-hmm. The six Frank Mobiles will have new side decals asking people, please do not lick, and declaring it the all-beef-beef-frank-frank-mobile. Frank 
Okay, calm down. I'm not. It's the all beef Don't. beef Frank Frank Mobile. I will not. Jesus. We cannot live our lives like this. The associate brand manager of Oscar Mayer, Stephanie Vance, said that it's time for the Frank Mobile to highlight Oscar Mayer's 100% beef Franks after the Wiener Mobile successfully highlighted the brand's wieners for many, many years. Uh, Oscar Mayer has given another a classic staple new name. The Frank Mobile drivers, once called hot doggers, are now known as Frank Furters. Why don't you take all the fun out of it? Can we have any fun at all at anymore? At, at, at any fun? No. I'm not going to call it the Frank Mobile. I don't care what you say. And I might stop buying your hot dogs just because you did this. If I had enough, like, it's so funny because I don't even have, like, that mind control when I'm at the grocery store. I just grab, you know, something and go. But if I thought about it for more than two seconds, maybe I also won't buy it. Well, I understand what you're saying. I'm not put together enough to remember this uh, later. So. I understand. The Frank Mobile is making stops across Illinois this month, including uh, New Lenox, Manhattan, Coal City, Wilmington, Schaumburg, and Orlando, uh, Orland Park. Excuse me. The Frank Mobile will also come to Chicago at the end of June. Well, that's awfully close to Chicago in a lot of those places. So I, I, I just, it, it's still, why, why would you change it from the Wienermobile? It does not say why they did this. I mean, are people offended by the word Wiener? I, like I said, it's just a pronunciation of Vienna. That's mm -hmm. all it is. Yeah, I, I... What are we doing? I don't know. I don't... It's so stupid. Well, Wiener's very patriotic. Yeah? They're the, one of the most... I mean, it's, just, it, it's like baseball and apple pie. Wieners have been around for forever. That's, that's how little kids get away with saying yep. the word wiener. Yep, it's true. I don't buy it. I just... Why do you have to change everything? Oh, you had it your way. Now we're going to have it my way. I'm it's telling like, you, if up. this isn't the reason they're changing it, I don't know what it there is. There it is, right there, baby. Now there's a picture. <laughs> right there. That's a, I'll salute that. You I'm posting this. You know what's kind of backing up into his face, by the way? Oh, yeah. He sent us two just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Eggert, a man of honor. <laughs> Yes. Substance. He's a man of honor, ladies and gentlemen. I'm double checking. I'm even checking. I feel so bad. I even said, I'm posting this. Is this okay? Yeah, that's a Bud Light commercial. We salute you, Mr. Wienermobile Eater. <laughs> you you go. your one leg in the parking lot of K K uh, KSTP giving pictures to the masses over Facebook. Thank oh. you so much for your service. We salute you. Do you think they'll get any kickback on this? Yeah, I don't think people will stand for a Frank Mobile. I don't either. I'm not going to stand for it. No you guys, way. We need to go into marketing because obviously people are idiots. Why would you even formally? You could you could non-formally change mm -hmm. the name and just go. That's in you know we on forms and sheets we whatever. But why would you formally announce that you're changing the name? There's something political about this. I guarantee it. You know what we do? We uh, we go out. We get a case of Oscar Mayer wieners. And we shoot them up like Kid Rock in the backyard. Yep, just to say, open fire with a machine <laughs> That's gun. That's right. That's exactly Listen, right. I will not be, there will be no wiener hate going on. I shall not, don't make me love the Frank. We're going to shoot wieners by the brand that we're boycotting. Yes. There's a lot of mixed messages, but I'm in because can we save some to eat? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I still, I just don't understand what the point of this is. It's always been the Wienermobile. Everybody loves the Wienermobile. There's nothing negative about the Wienermobile. What's the problem, lady? Jesus. <laughs> I, uh... this, this really does feel like there's like one snooty lady in marketing. Oh, yeah. Who's like, oh. we, we got to stop calling it the Wienermobile, you guys. Oh, it's an institution. Now my eye's going to go black again. <laughs> I can just feel it coming. <laughs> You're stressing me out, lady. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Not you. I'm talking about the lady who named it Frank Burger or whatever the hell it's called. All right, we're going to bring it down 45 notches, and we're going to send them an email. Dear Oscar Mayer, you're a goddamn disaster. That's bringing it down 45 notches right there. That's a beautiful job. Thank you. Go ahead, Brittany. We'll give you the patriotic music while you... Thank you. <laughs> and then Brittany Hagen Arneson came to the door. She had a wiener in her hand. And, and a said, mission in her heart. And a mission in her heart. <laughs> and I said, get that Frank away from me. Uh, yes, absolutely. It's magnificent music to go with it. I really That's appreciate beautiful. it. Beautiful. That was a moment we all had. Uh, before we move on, because we're going to move on, Kristen Burt's going to join us in just about one minute. But I want to say again, to meet so many, I mean, there were like 15 people involved in me being in that uh, spot last night. 
They're all doing their jobs. They're busting their ass. Once again, you people at 212 Medical Center out in Chaska, Minnesota, just three doors down from Brittany's house. I know. <laughs> you guys should have gave me a heads up, I'm telling you, because sometimes it, when you get when they're there for a while, you want some food. And me and Gogo could have delivered you guys some food. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But, but again, thank you so much to everybody at 212. You people are amazing, and I mean that sincerely. I felt like I felt I was special what I would have. <laughs> what do you think of that action? I mean, you were. I mean, well, I did, they're so nice there. and pl- I'm just so happy. Yeah, that it seems to be that it's it's a stress. We can deal with the stress thing, can we? I don't know. We're going to get a lot of stress balls. Everybody needs to get the hell out of my face because that's what stresses me out. Do you know what we should do? We should what? bring Jude in the morning. <clears throat> Judy! Yeah. Oh, he was. He stayed at Alex's last night because we didn't get home until like after 11. Yeah, yeah. So he stayed at Alex's, so he'll be all touchy this morning. Mm. Judy! Yeah, baby. Look who's with us, Kristen Burt joining us later. It's either Catherine or Kristen Burt, honest to God. Every time I look up. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you something, Kristen. You're the last person I'm going to tell this, and okay. you can't tell anybody. Okay, you promise? I promise. This is not going to be like a national announcement? Oh, no, I'm not going to spread okay. it on Twitter or anything. I had my very first migraine. I've never had a migraine in my life. I had one last night, and it was so severe, I went blind in my right eye. You had an ocular migraine. That's exactly an ocul- ocular, ocular migraine. Jesus, yeah. didn't know that Kristen was a doctor as yeah. well. Look Whoa. at her. Oh, yeah. Hell. Yeah, look at her. Well, like, you why, big words. Have you had one, or why do you know that? Well, first of all, maybe a little known <laughs> thing about me. I used to be an entertainment editor at a women's health site. And so we would cover, like, celebrities that might have had migraines that were willing to tell their story. So I learned a lot about migraines in my time there. Um, I'm also a migraine sufferer. I've not had an ocular one, but I heard that they are extremely painful. Mine was not painful at all. I just went blind in my right eye. Scary, though. It was interesting. I will tell you that. Mm -hmm. So Catherine said, get in the car. We're going to the emergency room, which we did. Uh, again, great people, top to bottom, n- wonderful. Lo- like literally, ninety-nine percent of them listen to this show every morning. We got a lot of cops, firefighters, medics, EMTs. Those people love the show. All the things we're not smart enough to be. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. That's exa- <laughs> that's the answer right there. But here's the biggest problem last night, and you're the last person I'm going to tell, and you cannot tell her the next time you talk to her. Okay, you ready? Okay. So the doctor, the head doctors, uh, have me wheeled back into the. Uh, He's going to tell me if I'm dying or I'm not or whatever, and he told me nothing but great news. I mean, I could, yeah, I got an ocular migraine. I guess I'm going to get more now that I had one, but it wasn't painful at all. I mean, I didn't have a headache, nothing. It was weird. You're so lucky because when I get migraines, I have to, like, shut the lights off. I can't look at screens. I need quiet. Okay, so here's the part you cannot repeat. Okay. Okay, ready? The doctor comes in, said, Tom, uh, things are looking pretty good. There's no, you know, brain malfunctions. There's no this. There's no that. Uh, We are 99% sure that you had an ocular migraine. Uh, And if you'll just wait here, I'll go tell your daughter what it was and tell her the good news. I said, that's my wife. Nice. She goes, nice. (laughs) KB1 is like, yes. God. I'll go tell your daughter. Like, get away from me, you pill. And now you're like, that is my babe of a wife. Leave me alone. And now I really do have a headache if you tell her. Because <laughs> you'll the... never hear the end of it. I'll never hear the end of it. Exactly right. <laughs> but honest to God, yeah. So it, it was, uh, but seriously, we were just talking this morning about the fact that, that I didn't have any pain or anything. It was weird. I wasn't scared, though, because I, I, I didn't think, well, I've now got brain cancer or whatever. I said, we'll go to the hospital. We'll find out what it is. We'll leave it up to them. I'm not going to try to judge what it is. So I never did get stressed out about it. It was kind of weird, actually, I suppose. Well, that's good because nocular migraine can be scary. So I think a lot of people would have panicked if they couldn't see out of their eye. One of the great things about being blind in one eye is I can only see half of the twins getting their ass kicked in the game last night by the Dodgers. So, you know. So what's happening in your world, sister? Oh, my goodness. There's so much going on in Hollywood, yeah. as always. Yeah. Um, just a quick, quick strike update. I don't want to get into, like, you know, too much of this. But uh, Screen Actors Guild has already moved to encourage 
uh, strike authorization for their contract. They oh. don't go to the table until June 7th, but they are willing to join the writer's strike. And I will tell you that that is the last thing any of us want or that Hollywood needs or even the rest of America needs because once production shuts down 100%, we're going back to like what happened in the pandemic and we yeah. will not see content for a long time. So let's just hope that uh, negotiations go well. The Directors Guild is also already in their negotiations. They're still moving forward. They're still talking. So that's good. Nobody's left the table. Good. So let's hope if we can get Directors Guild and Screen Actors Guild to sign a good agreement and a fair one, Hopefully that will also encourage the writers guild um, and the producers to get back to the table and start discussing their contract. I have a question for you. How do they ever get, and I'm talking about any business, not just the, you know, the writers guild and all the rest of it, but how do businesses and their workers get so far apart? They can't even begin to talk. They're, they're so far apart. They said this, it's a waste of time. Even I think you told me they all said it's a waste of time even being here because it's not going to get settled tonight. So I'm going home. Yeah, that's what they did on the yeah. uh, last night of, of talks before they went on strike on May 1st. Uh, you know, it, it's astonishing to me that the studios right now are willing to take that financial hit, right? Um, mm -hmm. With We're talking about $30 million a day for California alone. That is not including oh, Georgia, New York, any of the other states. $30 oh, million. Um, that's an astonishing number. And... And I think what people forget about this, because people think, oh, writers are so privileged. And sure, you're thinking about like the upper level, you know, writers that are making millions and millions of dollars a year. You're not thinking about the average guy that maybe works on one, maybe two shows yeah. a year yep. and earns, let's say, $60,000 a year. He's got a mortgage to pay. These God. are the people that we're all fighting for. Um, and the, there's real concerns. Residuals is where a lot of people used to make their money. And residuals are like if a show airs a second time, that's where you're getting your additional dollars. You, we get a check because, hey, it's your work and we are honoring you um, because we played it again. And I think what's happening is, you know, the, with streaming you're getting pennies on the dollar now where, you know, if you on network, you're getting thousands of dollars the second time a TV show airs. Now you're getting like, hey, here's a check for $14 oh. off of the episode that you wrote. It's you can't sustain a living on this. And people are it, and what's essentially happening. It's become gig work because shows are eight episodes, 10 episodes. They're not right. 22 episodes. Right. So it's not like, hey, this is a nine month job for me. You're like, hey, this is a two-month job, and now I've got to go and find myself another job. So how do people survive on 60 grand a year in L.A.? It's almost impossible. If I'm you telling own you. If you own property, yeah, 100% yeah. not affordable. Nope. You would have to have some type of side gig. Maybe you teach at a university, or you have to consistently be um, networking to hop on another show, which is extremely difficult mm -hmm. because it is a relationship-based business and in order to be networking, you have to have that free time. And if you're working on a show, you don't have that free time. So it's, it's, you're, not, you're never getting off the hamster wheel. Yeah, the difficult part for me is these, these people, well, let's say they're from Minneapolis, Minnesota, St. Paul. And they have a dream to move to Hollywood and become a writer. I've always wanted to be a writer. I love watching drama on television or in the movies or whatever. So your dream is to just write and write and it takes a lot of work to learn how to be a good writer by the way it just doesn't happen it takes a hell of a lot of work and to see their dreams crushed like that that's sad well it is too and and some of the most talented writers aren't even working because they, right. it is a business of relationships and of course if your dad knows somebody you know you have that open door oh, yeah. you have to be able to afford to do internships, oftentimes unpaid internships. Well, how are you going to pay your bills if you're doing un unpaid internships? And that's where the wealthier kids whose parents can afford to pay their rent when they come out here, you know, right after college, are the ones who oftentimes excel. Doesn't necessarily mean they're the most talented writers, but they were the ones who were afforded the opportunity. Yeah, that's exactly it. So it is all about the rest of the world. It's I know someone's dad who can tell me to, yeah, but there's a lot of that going on in the world. There is a lot of that. And, and you also have to look at, and I mean, I think that this is where we're starting to see a lot of the financial inequity that, that happens in the yeah, world yep. because you see that there are a lot of 
and this happens a lot on the Northeast, New England prep schools that then feed into specific colleges that then feed into um, the entertainment industry in Los Angeles and in New York. And those, I mean, and I went to NYU. NYU is one of those schools that there are a lot of networking opportunities with people that went to the school that you can connect with and potentially work with. And those alumni associations are very strong. And, you know, Harvard's another one. Harvard, you know, if you write for the Lampoon at Harvard, almost a guaranteed pipeline into mm -hmm. writing for Saturday Night Live or other opportunities here on the West Coast. No wonder it's been so unfunny for 30 years. <laughs> In any you know, case. But, but look at Conan O'Brien. I mean, he's another one who, who went right. to Harvard. Right. Wrote for the Lampoon, wrote for Saturday Night Live, has done extremely well in comedy, whether you like his comedy or not, but um, has the opportunity to hire people. And you look at this, and if you had a good time at your school and where it's like, oh, I love this. Oh, here's another student graduating this year. Mm -hmm. I kind of like his work. Let me give him an opportunity. Right. That's the pipeline. This, but it's the weirder, the, the, the world's getting weirder by the minute. Like, how the hell did you ever get into NYU? <laughs> Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> I had a full scholarship, too. I'm so did sorry. Did you really? Did. Oh, I did. Oh, pardon me. Man. You were a what? I, I told you yesterday, I was the kid that didn't get the detention and didn't get in trouble. I was valedictorian in my high school class. Oh, my God. I can't talk to you my husband always, It doesn't matter as an adult, like, at all. Let me just tell you, but my husband always jokes. He goes, I can't believe I married the valedictorian. He's like, nothing gets by you. <laughs> you know what's great about this? It just shows you there's this great balance in the universe because you did all that, and I've done none of that. So look at that and nice balance. Nice little balance in the universe here, exactly ladies and gentlemen. It, you know? <laughs> We're not letting and I'm you not in doing. Here. I'm not doing anything like vitally important. I'm not like curing cancer or anything else like that. But you might hopefully, be. Maybe. Well, hopefully, I bring a little levity to people's day, yes. or give them the inside scoop if they're looking for some tea. Hopefully, that helps out a little bit in this crazy world. It would be a good deal. We got about two minutes left. Anything else we should be watching that I'm missing? Well, I I just want to put this uh -oh, back on the radar. Arnold Schwarzenegger, a lot of him is coming your way. That's what um, I hear, yeah. Yeah, so uh, May 25th, so this will be for everyone looking, if it's a rainy Memorial Day weekend, I don't know if it will be, but if it is, he's got his eight-episode series of FUBAR coming. Um, he plays, oh, that's a nice title. You're going to tell the kids what that means? <laughs> I'm going to let you do it this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Beyond all recognition is what the bar stands for. But the food, you fill in, yeah. yeah you, can, you can fill in the F U yourself if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, can I steal Kristen for a second? No, you're out. Uh, did you die at last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules? Not only did I die, I couldn't wait for the West Coast feed. So I just want to thank the account Jeff Lewis Obsessed for live uh, for streaming it live on tiktok so i could watch it really? three hours ahead of time <laughs> well that's pretty damn cool that yeah. they yes, would do that vanderpump for you. rules finale uh, and tom we still have four more weeks of shows we've got three uh reunion episodes and then uh, one week of outtakes so Britt and i are going to have more more chats to come but I, there's a couple more bombshells that are coming Britt, did you read the variety article by the way no i haven't Okay, I'm going to send it to you because it, and this is for anyone interested in production, like how they um, took a story that was super hot and um, picked up the show because they had already finished filming and went behind the scenes and started going, we have to capture this in real time, which they don't normally do. It's usually filmed about six months in advance. And they're saying they're not picking up cast contracts just yet because there are a couple of bombshells that come out of the individual interviews of Ariana um, Tom Sandoval and Rachel Raquel Levis um, that may make some cast members not want to return next season. Really? I mean, it was so <laughs> awkward watching these two people who are like lovers have an interaction and not want to kiss in front of camera. It was so, Tom, you would have peeled your skin off. It was so awkward. It was so cringe because they were almost proud of themselves for getting away with an affair. And it was no remorse. I think that that was the weird thing of it. I'm just going to tell you this one thing. So this guy who's been cheating on his longtime girlfriend. Do you have like two laptops up or something? You got a big echo coming out of your mic. I don't know why that is. It's not mine. No, I feel like that's coming out of Kristen's laptop, maybe. Oh, way to go, Kristen. Typical. I'm not sure. I I don't hear anything on my end, so maybe oh, it's okay. the connection with StreamYard. Yeah, um, whatever. Okay, this guy, he's been cheating on his longtime girlfriend for a while, 
uses one of the excuses of, well, if she would have, you know, I, I, there are so many times I went to her house instead of the place I said I was going. If she would have just followed me, she would have found out. So now you're saying that it's her fault. <laughs> it's her okay. fault that she yeah. didn't, you're supposed to be a detective yeah. and be following you around yeah. 24-7. Follow? I cannot imagine being <laughs> like, I better, think. is Justin really golfing? I better follow him. Yeah, okay. I, I have location tracker. My husband and I have location tracker for safety reasons on yeah, each yeah. other. So I was like, I, obviously she did not have that turned on for Tom Sandoval. Oh, it was you know, so cringe. Wonderful about this is that you just gave me proof there is a God because my name is not Tommy Vanderpump. Would you keep, if your name were Vanderpump, would you keep that name? Yeah. yeah. Yes. No way. Really? I With that dynasty? Va- yeah. I'd what, be it's a that. dynasty of what? Because well, Lisa Vanderpump owns, well, she used to own four restaurants in LA and now, well, I mean, or three, and now she's got Paris in um, uh, Vegas. Like mm-hmm. she's, uh, financially, I would keep that last name. <laughs> yeah. And there so are several money. other restaurants in Las Vegas as well. That nice. She's on, track but the naughty guy his last name is sandoval and and uh if you wanted to get in on their restaurant i bet you could buy tom sandoval off and then we could still keep it tom tom yeah that'd be great that'd be one i want to be in business you do not want to buy into schwartz and sandy's no, because no, no, that no. thing is about to fold yeah. <laughs> what is schwartz and not. sandy's Schwartz and Sandy's is uh, the Toms, the two Toms. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, they have have two restaurants. They have a small percentage in the Tom Tom one that's primarily owned by Lisa Vanderpump and her husband, Ken Todd. Right. Um, And I will be at their pump restaurant tonight, 730, if anyone wants to come and join me. I'm going to have a pump-tini in honor of you, Britt. pump-tini. Will you you post pics? I will post pics, absolutely. And I might do like a slow motion, like cocktail to like. Oh, God. I got to have good hair, though. You know, you got to do like the slow motion. Yeah. (sighs) Just whip that cocktail somewhere. (laughs) Why don't you go back to bed? What the hell's wrong with you? Honest to God. I'm up for the day. Uh, I'm up. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt calling in. We got to take a break. Be right back in just a couple minutes. More. What would you call this? More of this. What do you think? More of this amazing eargasm. Yes, that's what it is. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores, and why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. 
Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Two sixty nine per month for twenty four months. Ten thousand miles per year. Fifty nine hundred. Do it signing. Vin PC two six one seven two five. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. You know, I've avoided this for the last couple of days, but I we probably better get to it sooner or later. What is this deal with Harry and Meghan almost dying in a car accident? Yeah, I've barely touched on that. Um, usually, I uh, rely on Lori to keep me informed with the the royal news. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give. Do you have the article? Do you want to find a good one? It did pop up. Yes, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle revealed a near-catastrophic paparazzi car chase two years after warning history was repeating itself. Harry lost his mother, Princess Diana, in a Paris car crash in 1997 when he was just 12 years old. Walked behind her coffin a week later at her funeral. Almost exactly two years ago, the Duke of Sussex invoked his mother's memory as he warned the media was not going to stop until Meghan dies. During an interview for his mental health documentary, The Me You Can't See. Who the hell is that? The Duke of Sussex, is that, is that him? That's yeah. Harry, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's Harry, because mm-hmm. I don't even know these titles. These I title know, they deals. get confusing. Yeah, he's the yeah, Duke of Sussex. So he thought that uh, he should add that they, they're going to try to kill her. I mean, I, is that what he's saying? Like He said they're not going to stop until she dies. That would, They would be the cause of her death then, right? Yeah. I don't get it. It is hard to. Uh, it's, it is not hard to imagine uh, what will have been running through his mind, as according to a statement from his spokesperson, a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi followed the taxi they shared with Meghan's mother, Doria Ragland, uh, in uh, New York on Tuesday for two hours. I guess there was a high-speed chase and the whole deal. Like, I mean, what the hell is that? That's so scary, especially when you know that's how his mom died. That's terrifying. No, I agree with you. I don't really understand the upside. I've never understood why anyone would give a rat's ass about royals. Who cares? I don't either. It's like it's like the whole sex tape thing where you yeah. go and build a celebrity around being a celebrity plus the fa- it's just so weird to me and I don't understand it. I it doesn't get me you know me I I I can fall into a fun narrative, but I've just never been that excitable about the the royals. No, it's true. And I just don't really understand also this whole deal with Harry. I know he's got an older brother, so he can never be king and all that stuff. Yeah. I guess. But uh, he seems like a massive pain in the ass to me. So, and then the more I learn about it, I also just think the whole institution is just garbage. And I yeah. think yep. I think you would piece out the way that Harry pieced out of, like, I can't be involved in this. Because they literally... If you're not the king, they use everybody else as pawn pieces of like, hey, we've got this bad story coming out. We're going to have to release something about you. They work with the press and they yeah. feed each other. And it's this crappy relationship of who's feeding who. It's just right. terrible. But why, would he, why won't he shut up? If I were the Prince of England and ended up moving to America mm-hmm. uh, and being very, very, very wealthy, I would just shut up. Gotta be honest with you, you know. I don't know their, and again, I don't know all their stuff, but I do know when they decided to leave, there was an issue of like we don't have security and we can't afford a security detail to that extent. What? And they, I, I don't know their finances, but I know that was the big argument. Is we're left here. I don't. I don't know. I think you're right. I don't think you're wrong. I'm just trying to like. No, I understand. Like push of the narrative that I've again barely know. Well, she made a lot of money too, didn't she, in her acting career? I mean, not. I mean, it was she was on what was it called? Suits. Suits on USA. Oh, it's, okay. I mean, it's, she wasn't. It, this isn't like Breaking Bad money, you know. No. Like she yeah. was kind of a mid, you know, mid level actress for a while. And but. it was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, was she any good? I have no idea. I mean, I don't know if that's yeah. the kind of show where you go, is there a breakout star? I, I know it's not a bad show. I just mean, like, I don't know. Well, they say in the same breath, not only her in suits, but the fact that she was one of them gals that held the briefcase for who wants to make a deal oh, or whatever that's it was. Right. What was that? Yeah. With, with Howie, Man- Howie Mandel. And it was like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. No. I can't, remember, I can't remember the name of that. I had uh, a high school friend on that show. 
Yeah, but they, every time they every time they talk about her, they're like, "Oh, she was an actress, and she held the briefcase for Howie Mandel." <laughs> you're like, "Well, maybe maybe her acting career wasn't quite as staunch as what we thought it was." Oh, you're right. It is deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. There you go. Deal yeah. well, or let's no make deal. a deal. Oh, that was a different one. Yeah, yeah. that's a different one. I don't yeah. know which one you even said, um, but yeah, deal or no deal. Let's make a deal. Is when they'd go, "I want curtain number three. Curtain and they'd number be three. in the zany outfits, and they'd be like a donkey or something. Yeah. It's like, do you get to keep the donkey? I would be like so excited about yeah. the donkey. And then they're like, it's a joke, ma'am. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.